good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, Trex, the Sports Junkie, and welcome to the Nothing But Sports Show, man, here on MBS Central. Ah, it's been a rough week, not just for me, but for my companion. He's going to try to hide his wounds, hide his sadness. He's going to oh, wow. try to act like uh, they had a moral victory. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you took an L, my boy. You took an L just like I took an L. Um, and I'm gonna start this show by saying congratulations to the tie. Yeah. Shout out to uh -huh. Shout out to Yvonne. <laughs> I was wrong. I had this big old thing I was gonna do for this show. Had we won, and lo and behold. Um, I can't do it because we lost. But I do want to say shout out to the iconic brand, man, my dog Langston. Y'all know what the vibes are. Y'all see this pelican? Man, we pelican fly out here. What else? <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, besides all of that, um, I hope you did enjoy your birthday weekend, though. I did. Yeah, so uh, I know LSU didn't win. But your fantasy football team won. Oh. The Saints won. So that's something to be happy about. And you get to spend time with your loved ones for your birthday. And you live in another year. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Um, but, you know, obviously we, you know, there are some people not on the show. Um, I know we're starting a little bit late. X had a emergency he had to take care of. Um, Yvonne uh, is not going to be able to be here this week, he'll, but he'll be, join us next week. Yep. But with that being said, man, we're got we got we have to get the show rolling. No matter who's on this show, three people, four people, one people. So with that being said, um, 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 with that being said, let's start things up. On college football, and we're going to our winners and losers. That's what we doing, Kill. You trying to play me out the gate with it? Well, we all oh, start with our winner and loser. All right. <laughs> I can't even talk about nobody else because I was heartbroken over the weekend. It was like my wife left me, or if you're just in a relationship, your girlfriend or your spouse leaves you. I was heartbroken, y'all, on my birthday. My loser is my LSU Tigers. Keel tried to warn me. Mr. Boxoff tried to warn me. They tried to tell me, X, I know you're a fan, but don't be biased, X. Don't <laughs> be biased, X. You're going to Brian Denny Stadium. You're taking on the tide. You're going against Saban. And did I listen? Hell no. And I was wrong. I was wrong all the way. My biggest loser this week is not just the LSU Tigers, but Truex, the sports junkie himself, normally known as Xavier Trong. I was wrong. I'm the biggest loser. I, I can't believe that I... Oh, man, I'm sitting here saying this right now. I picked LSU to win by double digits. 
And just like week one, they failed me and they lost my double digits to the tide. So my biggest loser has to be LSU and myself for picking LSU. And that no doubt that's my biggest loser, though, Kill. Um well I I'm not gonna say LSU is my biggest losers because I had them losing, so they can't be my biggest losers. <laughs> but uh my uh biggest loser is gonna go and be going to the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Um I had a feeling Clemson was gonna get one of these wins. I was like, they're gonna get these one of these wins, one of these wins, and obviously they got it. I didn't I didn't expect the game to go like this. Um the before the game started, uh, uh Notre Dame didn't had a have a chance against this team. And uh, they they uh basically dominated this game and uh they won very convincingly in this game also. Um so I definitely have them I definitely have them on my winners, uh, 31, 31 to 23. Sam Hartman, man, he played dreadful. Three, 13 of 30. Two interceptions, no touchdowns, 146 yards. The offense wasn't clicking at all. It was a bad performance by them. I know they got a young coach, but I expect Sam Hartman, man, now that I think of it, he doesn't show up in these big games. Like, even with the USC win, he don't show up in these big type of games. And even going to the Ohio State game, he don't show up in these big games. And that's one thing I do question about him. So I, I need to see him come up big in this big these big games. And with the Clemson game, I, could, I do kind of consider it a big game. And they lost. And it was another bad performance, and I definitely do put the blame on him because he's the quarterback. He's supposed to engineer the offense, and he didn't. So I got them as my losers. Okay, let's get to our winners. I mean, I have a few, but I'm going to just name one because for time constraint because we started late. I'm going Washington. Washington what? goes to USC. I know I picked Washington to win that game, but I was on the fence about that one a little bit. I thought it was a trap game. A lot of people picked USC. Caleb Williams even said after the game, he wanted that game so bad. He wanted that game so bad. You can see him crying after the game with his family. Um, and I just think that with LSU losing, Jaden Daniels, who was jumping on a lot of people's Heisman radar and saying, if he beats Bama, including myself, because I didn't pick him to win the Heisman, but I was like, okay, if he can knock off Bama now, he becomes a legitimate, legitimate Heisman, maybe front runner. But you know who's the Heisman front runner? Michael Penix Jr. And he's never let off the gas in big games. Oregon showed up, showed out in this game when it could have been a trap game going into this week. People said, "Oh, USC's defense can't stop you." You know, maybe they would have struggled, but no, they came out and played great offensively. Defensively, they could have played better. But we know USC can score a lot of points on anybody. So I'm not going to hold him that, you know, that much to the fire. But I'm going to say Michael Penix Jr. is the clear, without wow. question, front runner for the Heisman right now after his performance, after the year he's had. 
And um, if he can close the 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 the, the book on this, as far as the rest all of the right. season, don't give it, concerned. don't give it, don't give it all away. That's our next topic, man. Relax. <laughs> I, 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 I have to call him my biggest winner right now because no matter what test that they have been faced with this year, whether it was the number six Oregon Ducks, whether it was USC at USC, um, the the. Washington Washington Huskies showed up and Michael Penning showed up to get the dub and they're undefeated. They're in the race for the um national championship. So I'm going Washington as my biggest winner, and Michael Penning's an even bigger winner. Well, we know who the biggest winners are. Out the Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The Alabama Crimson. Tied are my winners. We're winning 42 to 28. They defeat LSU. Um, this was a very entertaining game. I definitely enjoyed this game. It was a back and forth seesaw game from the beginning to end. I hate to see the fact that Jaden Daniels did get injured because you know people are saying that hey, we, we didn't have Jaden. But for me, I feel like if he still would have played in that game. Oh, no. If they won. Bama won yeah, that game. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying if if they if he was going to play in that game, if he wasn't going to – I feel like Bama still would have won that game. Absolutely. I because agree. they were they were up during that time, and then Al, LSU couldn't stop Alabama at all. I don't know what the hell was going on, but – Jalen Milrow, he beat you with his feet. They made Jalen Milrow look like a damn genius, a damn expert, man. 20 for 155. First time in Alabama history, somebody, a player has rushed for four rushing touchdowns. Um, Never been done before, man. Um... And he didn't have to beat. He beat them. He made some major plays throwing the ball, but um, throwing the ball, but with his legs, it was just open gaps everywhere. I don't know how they weren't able to contain Jalen Milrow at all. But the huge stat I got to point out too is ten of twelve on third down conversions, man. Thanks. That was a really good game. They couldn't stop them. Um, I felt like they made the necessary defensive plays that they did. When they made that stop against LSU in the second half, I felt like, okay, if Alabama scores, it's going to be a huge advantage. And that's exactly what they did. Nick Saban said this was the most complete game. And um, you... Picked against Alabama throughout the entire year. You said that you didn't well, the one much... time I actually picked them to beat Texas, oh, yeah, yeah, they lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, after that, it was Ole Miss, Tennessee, LSU. LSU, and right now Alabama is in really good position right now. They didn't they, they didn't go anywhere the last two weeks. They're still stuck at eight because obviously Texas beat them. 
and six and five Washington is above double T because they they got the new playoff rankings out just to let you know. Uh, the top eight is still exactly the same. Nothing has changed at all. Um, I think Alabama, they have an easy schedule. They got to play uh, Georgia in the SEC championship game. Michigan has to play Ohio State still. Um, Oregon has to play Washington still. So I think it all play out and cancel out with each other. Uh, but with that being said, I got I got Alabama as my winners. And I Alabama think. gets Georgia, probably, most likely. Yeah, Alabama gets Georgia. <clears throat> really quick, though, before we get to the Harbaugh thing. So this week, they got some huge, impactful games right now. They got um, Georgia against Ole Miss. Florida State. Florida State against um, Miami. They also have Michigan against Penn State. Out of those three matchups, which team would you say that is on upset alert right now? I would say Georgia versus Ole Miss. Wow. Because you got to think. You got to think. I know what Penn State's capable of doing, but, I mean, what I've looked at from um, Ole Miss is they can score with the best of them. They outscored LSU earlier this season, and they've competed with everybody that they've played, even the Tide. The Tide pulled away late in that game, and they they, they ended up – I think they won by 10 or 14 or something like that. But Ole Miss is not going to be a pushover in my mind. I think, you know, we'll talk about our predictions, but I think if you had to pick one game where a team could pull the upset, I think it's Ole Miss. You know, you got Lane Kiffin, you got Jackson Dart, you got receivers like Harris. I just look at that team. I'm just saying, I'm not saying they're going to beat Georgia, but that's the one that I think, you know, I can throw some out. I think Miami, we'll, we'll get to the picks in a second. Miami beating Florida State. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I think that's the my upset alert. Oh, God. <laughs> Throw the records out of the book if you have to. When it comes to these two teams, they play each other very competitive. It's the rivalry, man. It doesn't matter what the record is, how bad the teams are. I think they're going to play each other always competitive. So as of right now, I got a Florida State on upset alert. I could have sworn in the beginning of the year, you said Miami could beat Florida State. Did you not, not say that? Not, not after what I've seen this year. Oh, oh, okay. But I, but, but I didn't like Miami neither that much this year because I always give Keenan a hard time. Shout out to Keenan and MBS, man. Y'all already know what it is. The vibes. He's a big Miami fan. Shout out to my boy Chapman, MBS League. Um, both Miami fans. And I'm like, no, Miami's not gonna be that good this year. They might be able to beat Florida State, but I didn't think Florida State was gonna be as good as they are. And I, now that you watch both teams play. I think if Keon Coleman plays, Florida State's going to be a tough out in that one. But um, don't sleep on Penn State, Michigan, neither. With all the drama mm. we're about to talk about in a second. If I all had right. to rank them, I would go Ole Miss pulling upset, then Penn State, and then Miami. Well, I will go Miami, Penn State, and then Georgia. I mean, Ole Miss. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go to our next topic. So this topic has been dominating college football as of late. We haven't really spoken on it, but 
as the more news starts developing, uh, I feel like we do have to talk about it. And it is the situation going on in Michigan. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has been in the news. So when it comes to Jim Harbaugh now, with this situation going on, the scandal going on, do you think he should get suspended? It doesn't matter if he does or he doesn't. Let's start right there. Let's start right there. Michigan is a well-oiled machine. They can beat anybody in the Big Ten without or with Jim Harbaugh. That's no disrespect to Harbaugh. I'm just saying. They're a veteran team. Um, they're going to win regardless. Of if, uh, if they're going to win with Harbaugh, they'll win without Harbaugh. In my opinion, for this year, I'm not talking about future, let him go, nothing like that. I'm just saying for this year, they can win without him this year. As far as him being suspended, let me say this, man. And this is, and look, I'm not a Michigan guy. I'm not a Jim Harbaugh guy. At the end of the day, things go on in college football all the time. Q and I have spoken about this a million times. If he got caught, then he'll probably get suspended. But don't let's not act like Jim Harbaugh is the only one in college football that's doing quote unquote corrupt things. Um, or I'm not gonna say corrupt, I'm gonna use gaining an advantage in any way for or any way or shape or form. So I'll just say this: if he got caught, they'll suspend him. But in the big picture, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think they're trying to make a story out of nothing, in my opinion. I, I, I don't think that should be what we're talking about as far as Michigan's concerned. Michigan hasn't played anybody this season, so it's kind of like, well, let, let, let's, poke, let's poke at the bear. But at the end of the day, like, this is not a big story to me. Um, it's it just not that serious, in my opinion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting there saying what he's doing is right, but let's be honest. It's college football. We know things go on behind the scenes that – Often are not brought to light, but when they are, that's when punishments are handed down. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. This. I think this is going to be a huge attraction for Michigan. The more the story continues, and I feel like they should make a move. The way I think of it right now, after everything's going on, I don't think he's going to get suspended. I really don't. If they wanted to suspend him, Michigan. They would have laid the hammer on them, but they feel like they're trying to extend the story, keep dragging the story out. And I feel like if they wanted to suspend a player and it was a uh, coach, and if it was that serious, they would suspend them. And I and I think that I think I think I don't think he has anything to do with this. And they're making a bigger story than it already is. And I feel like Jim Harbaugh will not get suspended. He already got suspended at the beginning of the year. So you can suspend <laughs> him again. So that might don't make sense. So I'm gonna say no, he does not get suspended. And I think if anything gets handed down to him, it'll be the following season, not this season. But he may walk away after this season if they win yeah, the national yeah. championship. Yeah. Okay, let's move on over to our next topic. You brought it up a little bit. Michael Penix Jr., man, is he running away with the Heisman right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you can make the case that Bo Nix is in the mix, but he beat Bo Nix head-to-head. Um, so you're not going to give it to Bo Nix over him. Now, you know, once, the, once those games happen, those Pac-12 games happen, I mean, pretty much – 
the Heisman. I'm not saying it's solidified, but pretty much it'll be around solidif being solidified. And I just look at what um, Michael Penix has done this season, and I just can't point at another person. When you look at the Georges of the world, the Ohio States of the world, the Michigans of the world, um, all the teams that's undefeated, all the teams that are undefeated, even Florida State, I know how much you like um, – Jordan Travis. I yeah. just I just don't think to myself and say to myself that Jordan Travis has a better win than Michael Penix. He doesn't have the stats Michael Penix has. You could say, okay, well, Jordan Travis beat LSU. Yeah, but LSU's a three-loss team. Michael Penix beat the number six team in the nation in Oregon that has a Heisman candidate uh, in the running as well in Bold Knicks. So I just, when you compare the resumes, and then you knock off Caleb Williams, who was the front runner going into the season and still in the mix for the most part before last week, somewhat in the mix, I'll say. I just can't sit here and say that anybody else is above or even close to Michael Penix at this, at this point in time. So I'm going to say Michael Penix is the front runner and by a wide margin right now. Now, if he loses, of course, things could transpire, transpire where he'll fall a little bit. But if they lose and he plays great, I still think he wins the Heisman. Yeah, man. Um, this kind of reminds me of last year, man, because last year it was flip-flopping with Bryce Young. Then it was uh, it flipped to um, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud was start beginning of the year. Then it went to Bryce Young. Then when, when Bryce Young lost, it went to uh, it went to Caleb Williams. Nobody gave Caleb Williams, and I think I mentioned it on the show last year. I said, "Yo, if this team loses, I think Caleb Williams is gonna have a shot." And next thing you know, he ended up having a shot. And um, it look it kind of looks like like that now. Also with I and, and it was always Caleb Williams. There was nobody else. It was always Caleb Williams. And as of right now, Michael Penix. He was the closest guy behind him right now. Out outside the, uh, I thought Jalen Jaden Daniels had a chance. I think, uh, what's his name? Chances are pretty much done. The only guy that I feel like has a chance to do it, and I don't think he can because of the position that he plays. But he just needs to make an impact, man. When I say impact. I'm talking about a huge impact, and that's Marvin Harrison Jr. I feel like he needs to have an impact. I feel like he doesn't have that right now. Um, he did have <laughs> six receptions, two touchdowns, 123 yards, but I need to see a huge impact. He needs to have a crazy game. Versus so, Michigan. Let's call yeah. it what it is. <clears throat> yeah, against Michigan. Um, also, Michael Penix, if he loses, I think Bo Nix has a shot also. Yeah. I think it's those three right now between the Heisman. I see nobody else. Uh, either is either I think Bo Nix has the best chance, but I think Marvin Harrison is he's not far from it. So, but I think Michael Penix has the best chance. 
as long as this team could keep keeps winning and he keeps on putting these solid numbers, I got Michael Penix winning the Heisman. I think and I and I think those three will get invited to the to to um to New York. I think Quinn Ewers had he not gotten hurt, he had a shot. Um that hurt Texas, him getting shirt, and Dylan Gabriel losing this week to Oklahoma State, that hurt him. Um so I just look at the guys. I'll throw a dark horse in there, and I'm not not that I think he'll win it, but I think if Milrow can really pick it up these last few games. I think if they can beat Georgia, I think and he has a monster game like he had this past week, then he could gain some traction. Because like you said, last year it was C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud. That's all we heard at the beginning of the year. Then it was like Bryce Young, Bryce Young. And yeah. at the very end, Caleb Williams kind of just caught everybody. You know, you knew who he was, but you really, at the end of the year, you gained, he gained that traction that he really yeah. needed. And I just think that Milrow with the game he just had, he, he can gain some traction. Or even a guy like Jordan Travis. I mean, maybe. Maybe if he has mm. monster games to, to close up the year. And yeah. And Phoenix loses. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I think Phoenix loses. It could be wide open, though, if, if he yes. loses. Okay, so let's move on over to our – are we – wait, are we – Picking our games now. Um, okay, no, we're not. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are picking our games now. So let's go to our college football games this weekend. Uh, we got some. Um, I went four and two, by the way. Even though LSU lost, let's just put that out there. I picked oh, the yeah, yeah, State yeah. yeah, man, you did. Um, I did. Um, I picked Clemson, like me and you both picked Clemson. I went three and three. I didn't. Yeah. I gotta update the standings right now, so we'll see um, how it goes. Uh, but the games for this week, we're gonna start off with our first game. By the way, I didn't pick these games. Yvonne actually now picks all these games now. So the first game we got is. West Virginia versus Oklahoma. I'm going to take Oklahoma. I think they bounced back. Last week against Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State's been on a winning streak. They've been really picking it up since the beginning of the season. And that's a that was the last Bedlam game as far as in the same conference. So Oklahoma State at home had a lot to play for. And they know Oklahoma. It's like, like you said, you can throw records out when teams like that play against each other. But I just don't see West Virginia getting Oklahoma in a back-to-back week where they lose. I'm going Oklahoma. Man, this this puts us this game put a smile to my face. I, it's not that I care about the matchup, but I know, it, I our, know where you're going. <laughs> shout out to our good friend uh, GBD man. Rest in peace to him. I know if he was here right now, he would be really happy about this because. I had West Virginia being one of the worst teams in in the Big 12. And I'm pretty sure he would have agreed with me. I'm not sure I'm not sure what how he would pick this game though, man. It would if it was him, I, I think I think he would pick West Virginia. <laughs> so are you going to pick West Virginia in the name of GBD? I'm sorry, Bass. Oh! GBD. 
You know, I gotta, you, you know, I love you, man. Rest in peace to you. And I gotta go with Oklahoma, man. They're at home. They're coming off of a loss. They're a huge 12 point favorite. Am I rooting for West Virginia? I'm rooting for West Virginia for GBD, man. I, I So I'll be rooting for him um, and West Virginia, but I just feel like Oklahoma will uh, end up uh, winning this game. Um, by the way, Yvonne sent his picks. He has Oklahoma winning this game. Next game we got, man, we got USC versus Oregon. I got the Ducks. Um I just look at that game and I said to myself, Caleb Williams looked drained last week. He looked like a guy that just was done with the season. Um, he even said, I just want to go home and hang out with my dog, watch some movies. He just seemed like it was just, let's just let's get this season over with. Let me get to the NFL. I'm just done with all this. Um, I got the Ducks. Man. The Ducks have so much to play for. And USC is just down their luck right now. I'm going to Ducks in this one. I think the Ducks win this pretty handily, too. Yeah, man. They're, I mean, I'm a USC guy. That, that I, There's nothing that I can say about this, man. Oregon is just on on a road to the playoff run. And it's a collision course with Washington right now. And, you know, it's not the same Caleb Williams, man. I think he'll do his best. To for this team to win, but this defense is horrendous, man. And, um, they got to do something, man. Lincoln Riley has to do something. I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Bo Nixon, them boys. Um, I, I got Oregon. All right, next matchup we got. Oh, and by the way, Yvonne got to Oregon. Now we got Tennessee versus Missouri. Mm. <laughs> this game is in Missouri. Yes, sir. Mm, I'm not gonna lie, Tennessee has let me down this season. Um, they're not the team I thought they were gonna be going into this season. But I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm gonna take Tennessee to beat Missouri. Missouri played well this past week against Georgia, but I just feel like Tennessee has the offense that can match theirs and they'll just outscore them. So I'm gonna go with Tennessee in this one. I think um I think Missouri people are overlooking Missouri. I had Missouri winning last week. I was so close, but it was just Georgia was just too much too much power, man. They were showing levels. Um I'm I am taking Missouri in this one. It's gonna be at home. I like Missouri in this matchup over Tennessee. Tennessee had a huge win. I think they played Connecticut this past weekend. All right, next matchup we got. Um, here, here comes the big games, man. Oh, well, we didn't even mention this game. Utah versus Washington. This is a scary one. Uh-oh. This is a scary <laughs> one. I think Utah is one of those teams that you got to watch out for. They're just, they'll step up and they'll just punch you in the mouth. A part of me wants to take Utah, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Washington. I think Washington and Oregon's on a collision course, and I just I'm like you. I just think it's gonna happen, and that's gonna be the, the final spot into the playoffs from the Pac-12. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna take Washington off of that. That just I want I want to uh -huh. see that. I want to see you know Alabama versus Georgia. I want to see 
Michigan versus Ohio State, Washington versus Oregon, with everything on the line. It's like almost like a mini playoff before the playoffs. So I'm going Washington. And Washington's at home, right? Yes. Yeah, I got Washington. Michael Penix. He'll, he'll, he'll be tight, though. This will be a tight game. It will not be a blowout. Very close. Okay, so Yvonne has the previous game. Yvonne has Missouri over Tennessee. Um, In this game, he has Washington over Utah. And we're going to go three straight with this one. I'm also taking Washington over Utah. Washington at home. They're on, they got that hot hand right now. I think this is probably the best defense uh, Washington has faced. But I just feel like Washington run game, pass game with Phoenix. Um, I think it's going to be too much. So I'm taking I'm Washington over Utah. All right. The next two matchups. Oh, mm. my. We're going to go with the, the SEC country, man. Ole Miss goes on the road. Damn, Georgia gets another home game? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss ranked number nine. Wow, I've never seen Ole Miss ranked that high like this before. Ranked number nine, eight and one. They will go to Athens, Georgia. Um. Oh, man. Who you got? Don't disrespect Javen Sneed. You know when they were number like top five in the country on the Sneed. Oh wow! So show some <laughs> respect to Ole Miss. Um, I would really think about it if it was in um if it was at Ole Miss, but it's at Georgia in Athens. I'm not going against the Bulldogs. I think the Bulldogs they rise to these type of challenges. Um, Kirby Smart's gonna have his team ready to go. Lane Kiffin's gonna try to keep it close. They'll they'll fight, but in the end, the Bulldogs are just too much. I think they get it done. I got I got Georgia, bro. Okay. Um, I can't believe Hotty Toddy. This stat that I'm reading right now it says 57 percent people in the in the country right now. Our vote are actually betting Mississippi would beat Georgia. Wow. 43% are betting Georgia to beat uh uh Ole Miss. Man, I'm taking Georgia in this game. Um I'm not sold on Ole Miss, man. Like I'm I'm just really not. Um, um you know, they had that thriller against LSU. Um they had, you know, they also had the close game against uh, Missouri. Um, I think, I think the quarterback play. I think that's what Georgia tends to struggle with. When you, when you have a solid quarterback, you know, a quarterback that actually can throw the ball and stretch the ball down the field. They, that's, that's what gives Georgia a hard time. That's what you seen last week, and obviously. The game got really close, and I think this game could be really close, and I can see why people are picking Ole Miss. But I think Carson Beck, he's just playing a little bit better. Even without Bowers, you still got that defense. Um, so um, I'm taking I'm taking Georgia, uh, um, Georgia over um. Georgia over uh Ole Miss. Well, hold on, hold on. We oh wait, we got we got somebody that just pulled 
fucked up right now. You're going to be surprised to see this person, X. Hold on. They know sports, man. Hi, oh. you guys. <laughs> what up, Rick? Oh, 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 Okay, look at you. crazy, yeah. How is everybody? <laughs> Red's, Red's said, hey, she wants to. Red's, Red uh-huh. said she wants to come on the MBS show one of these days. I said, hey, we got. I said, I said, Red said she wanted to come on the MBS show one of these days. I said, hey, you can come on this week. And it was yeah, perfect, I though, because some people weren't able to make it. Yeah, and um, I just got my Wait. voice back today. So I was happy to come on, and actually, you guys can hear me talk. So I'm happy okay, about that. Cool. How is everybody? So we... Great, great. Um, So we're, we're going through our college football picks right now. So we just picked... Uh, Georgia, the Georgia game versus Ole Miss. Uh, who you got, Georgia or Ole Miss? Georgia. <laughs> Smart. Smart Don't game. even gotta think about it, Georgia. Uh, all right, let's go to the last game. To some people, they said this is the game of the week. It is Michigan against Penn State. It's gonna be a wide out in Happy Valley, man. What's going on, man? Who who we got? Is this gonna be an upset? Penn, is you, Penn State knocking Michigan off? What's, what's you, up? You want me to go first, or you want to go first, Red? I, I honestly think uh, Michigan. Okay, okay. In the words of Lee Carso, not so fast, wow. my friend. Wow. <laughs> hey. Wow. I wore white tonight because the Nittany Lions pulled a massive upset and knocked off the Wolverines in Happy Valley. And if we used to have a show in this um brand called Rush the Field. Oh, they're gonna be rushing the field in Happy Valley on Saturday night. I got Finn Staple in the monumental upset, um, knocking off the Wolverines. Too much noise going on in Michigan about around um, Harbaugh. I think Penn State gets it done. I'm going with Michigan, man. I, I got Michigan <laughs> in this game. You said you said you they could win it with or without Harbaugh. They can, but will they? Um, I, they you will. Know, I, I like you know. I I think the quarterback McCarthy. He's been solid. I think he's don't get talked about enough. Corum Edwards. Running game, the defense is still explosive. I'm going with Michigan, but I, but I won't be surprised if I won't be surprised if if Penn State pulls this off. But Penn State, they've always been third best to me. Like they, I feel like they always have been. When you think of the Big Ten, it's three teams: Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Penn State is always number three. And they got to do something this weekend for them to not. No be disrespect, three. Joe Paterno. Watch <laughs> your mouth. It wasn't always like that. Watch <laughs> your mouth, Kyo. <laughs> but, right. but I'll say this is the lack of competition Michigan's played. And I think mixed with the hardball situation, that's why I think Penn State gets them. Not that they're necessarily a better team, but it's like everything balls in like a good gumbo 
it's just too many things, too many factors going up against Michigan in this one. At Penn State, Happy Valley, Jim Harbaugh, and the lack of competition. I'm going Penn State, full upset. I all mean, right. but at the same time, though, I feel like if anything, they need to use all of that. That is true. You know, commentary and stuff like that for them to push because this is a big game. So that that is giving them a reason to, you know, like you need to show up, like show up and show that we can actually still win with everything else going on. So that's what I'm hoping that's going to happen. Okay. All right. All right. Well, our next topic, we're going to the NFL Something that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> it was well, well, well. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, I forgot to add it on there. But we're, let's go to our winners and losers from the NFL this weekend. Give me one winner uh, first. Uh, who are your winners from this past week? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Cincinnati Bengals. I wow. think, and we're gonna talk about it in a second. But I think we're about to get in the Power 5 rankings. And I think Cincinnati has shown that they're back. And they're really that Super Bowl contender. You have to put some respect on their name. They're arguably one of the best teams in football. They play like it. They're on this winning streak. They knocked off the 49ers, who everybody was big on early <laughs> on. They um did what they did with them. And then this past week, the way they played, I just really like what I'm seeing from Cincinnati. And I think it's a problem going on now. I think, you know, early on we was we was a little concerned about Cincinnati, but now I can make a case. I'm not saying they are. They may be the best team in football right now. And y'all may not talk about their record. I know their record doesn't indicate that. But if you said X, these two teams are playing in the playoffs right now, do I think that they can beat? The Dolphins, absolutely. Do I think they could beat the Chiefs in the AFC? Absolutely. Do I think they could beat Buffalo? Absolutely. Baltimore, that's a different subject, but we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> go, go ahead, Red. Who's your winners from this past week in the NFL? Um, so, Keo. Um, <laughs> no, because you guys have to understand, I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I literally was complaining on the phone earlier about this. I was not able to not watch one football game, college or NFL, because it was my homecoming. And so I didn't have, if y'all know Prairie View was in the country, there's no reception at all whatsoever. So I didn't get to watch not one football game. So I'm not able to chime in on something that I love. So I'm kind of upset. Okay. Well, my winner, we're doing winners, right? Mm -hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. My winner are... The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, come on, man. Oh. I, got my, I got my Cowboys. It was a morale win. It was a psychological win by my Dallas Cowboys. We had them beat. We got cheated from this game. We outplayed them in every single aspect of this game. We're better than Philadelphia. Philadelphia knows that we're better than them. Dak Prescott actually outplayed Jalen Hurts. Mm. C.D. Lamb outplayed A.J. Brown. I felt like they got away with penalties, and I feel like if this, this game will be run back. We're going to spin the block back in this game. And I feel like when that does happen, 
I feel like the Dallas Cowboys will end up winning this game once again. I just feel like Philadelphia they they got uh they got really lucky in this game, and so um I I I just can't give Philadelphia all the credit in the world when it when it when it comes to um this game. And uh, last but not least, man, I do. If I had to give one more winner, I, I would give my winner to um, the um, the Las Vegas Raiders. They uh, come off firing their head coach, general manager. They wasted. They they gave. They got. They gave. They paid over eighty six million dollars just to get rid of them guys, and then they got a new coach, a former player. Antonio Pierce, he used to play for the New York Giants, play against his old team, and they, they end up winning. Um, they won it convincingly against the New York Giants. So I had them as my winners. Now let's go to our losers. I mean, that's an easy one for me. I'm going to Atlanta Falcons. Um, you started the week thinking that you play against Jaron Hall as far as the Vikings starting quarterback. Joshua Dobbs arrives to Minnesota yesterday i'm being funny about that yeah he comes in the game you're the number one team in the nfc south everything's in front of you and you lose to the vikings with no justin jefferson no kirk cousins no jared all and you lose to joshua dobbs and company i'm sorry for me the falcons really dropped the ball they had a chance to take control of that division in the south and they lost it in that in that set. So I'm going with the Falcons. I think you, you can't lose that situation. So I'm going to go with Atlanta. Um, my my losers. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. You got <laughs> you got your ass beat. You got you got you got beat down really bad, man. Really really <laughs> bad. I had the the freaking. Baltimore Ravens winning, but sheesh, man, thirty-seven to three. This it was, was to three. Yeah, it was thirty-seven to three. They, I don't know. Some people right now they're saying they're saying Baltimore might be the best team in the AFC right now, man. No, no, no. scratch AFC. We'll talk about that in a second. Wow. And and Lamar Jackson didn't even have his best game. It, it, this wasn't about the Lamar Jackson. This was about their running back. He uh Ke- Keaton Mitchell. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the name. Keaton Mitchell. He had uh, dude, this dude, this dude only rushed the ball nine times. He had 138 yards. Are you kidding me? And I got the number one pick in the waiver wire. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, 37 to three. This is unacceptable. The Seahawks, they could have taken advantage of this because they are what they are. I think they're up one game over the the, the Niners. Niners in the division. They could have capitalized on this. They didn't. And they are my losers. All right. Let's move on over to our next topic. We do this every single week. It's our power five rankings who are the top five teams right now after nine weeks of football all right so my list is not like everybody else's that you see on social media and that's okay because it's my list coming at number five in a loss even though i'm giving Keo a hard time i got the dallas cowboys 
I think that they're one of the best five teams in football. And that, that game could have literally went either way when it comes to them and the Eagles. So I got them at number five. Defensively, offensively, they're, they're strong. They need to get their running game going better than what it is. But if they can get that going, that could be that next step as far as them moving up these power rankings. So I got them at five. At number four, shockingly, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I know they have one loss. I know that's what everybody's going to say. Wow. They have one Four? What makes you think that they're not higher than this? They lost to the Jets. They lost to the New York Jets. The Jets are trash. Did y'all watch wow. the Jets last night? That's horrible. The NFC to me is below the AFC when you talk about the top teams. I got three AFC teams in the top three, and they're not the Bills, the Dolphins, or the Jags. That just goes to show you. And all of those teams are right there. Coming in at number three, I got the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care that they got three losses. That doesn't matter to me. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow was hurt to start the year. If he's not hurt, I don't think they have those three losses. I think it's more around one, maybe two, but it's right there. I think Cincinnati right now, if you put them on a neutral field versus Philly or Dallas, I'm taking Cincinnati to beat them because I think that Joe Burrow and company are just that explosive offensively that you can't do nothing with them. So I got them coming in number three. At number two, I'm not going to be disrespectful to the Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. They beat Miami even when I picked Miami to win that game. Tyreek Hill, you heard all the talk mm. all week about Tyreek Hill playing his former team. And yet, Patrick Mahomes and company in an ugly win, they got it done. So I'm going to reward the Chiefs with number two. But number one, Keel, that's why the Seahawks are not my loser. Last week, when everybody was saying Philly, Kansas City, I said the best team in football is the Baltimore Ravens. Offensively, defensively, whatever. And Justin Tucker's not even playing great football. And guess what? They're still the best team in football. I got Baltimore at number one. You, know. <laughs> you want me to go, Red, or you, you want to go? No, you can go. I'll go last. Okay. Okay. At number five for me, I am going with my Dallas Cowboys. I still think they're the top five team. So I got them at number five. Number four, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals at number four. I think the Bengals, I don't know what it is with them this year, man. They just they tend to get hot towards like the end of the season when the beginning of the season, they struggle, but towards the end, they, they get start getting hot. You know, Jamar chase start gets it going. T Higgins gets it going. Um, I think the running bank needs to do a little bit better with Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, man, Joe Burrow might be the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes right now, man, the way that guy plays. Holy, holy smokes. Um, I got four. Three, I got the Eagles. I, I do got to give them at three. I think they're a really good team. I think they have gotten exposed a little bit, and I think they can be beaten. I, I think the record doesn't – the record, you know, it may look good, but I think they got some holes, man. And their quarterbacks did get banged up in the game a little bit, so I got them at three. Um, number two. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. I, you finally, yeah, you finally man. coming around. 
the Kansas City Chiefs, I feel like they haven't been playing their best football. Maybe the last couple games, man, a certain individual hasn't shown up in that game. Oh, some, God. So, some girl oh. named Taylor Swift. That's who I'm talking about. <laughs> the Chiefs have been struggling the last two games. Taylor Swift hasn't showed up. When Taylor Swift is there, Kelsey's looking good. Uh, you, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is looking good. But the defense showed up big, though, this past weekend. I mean, I was the only one that picked the Chiefs to win. Everybody else had the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's going to get revenge. Didn't happen there. But the number one, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. I think they have been the best team so far. Nobody saw this coming. I never expected to say the Baltimore Ravens. Skip Bayless is looking like a genius. He's saying that this team, he had this team going to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but this is the best team right now in the NFL. Those are my power five. Red, you shaking your head. No. Oh, they're not, they're not, they're not going to the Super Bowl, but they are looking good. And then second, uh, Travis Kelsey is going to look good on the field with or without. Oh, 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 oh. So, <laughs> that's one thing about it. But, um, okay, so I have, um, so I'm going to put, I just have mine written down, but let's see if I'm going to put them in order correctly. Um, I'm going to do the Dolphins, that's five. Dallas Cowboys, four. Eagles, three. Baltimore Ravens to Chiefs one. I ain't mad at that. That's not a bad list. Yeah. So okay. That's my order. Right. I wish Dallas was higher up, but you know. You a cowboy okay. fan? No, nah, but they pay me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's well, that's our um our power five for um this week. And uh let's go to our next topic and that is cj stroud that's who we're talking about today so everybody knows cj stroud was the trending <laughs> yes the houston texas that's what that's what we're talking about um cj stroud did some great things he threw for a rookie record 470 yards a, he tied a rookie record for five touchdowns he capped it off with a game driving touchdown to win the game 39 to 37 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So with that being said, man, when it comes to CJ Stroud, um is this was did see what CJ Stroud this did this past week was this the best rookie performance you ever seen? I'm not gonna that 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 that's pushing it. Uh, <laughs> call it the best rookie performance we've ever, ever seen. I'm not going to sit here and say that. Um, they've had some outstanding. I mean, we can go back to Randy Moss in his rookie season, how spectacular he was. Um, with, you know, I know you mentioned Cam Newton in our group text. He had a great rookie year. Right. So I'm not going to sit here and say that. But I will say this. I was in Houston a few weeks back when they played the Saints. I went to the game. I watched C.J. Stroud in person. And the kid just plays with a different type of swag, bro. He has this different vibe about him. Um, they have young receivers like Tank Dell, Nico, um, Nico Collins. 
Hey, but there's they're not big name receivers. They're not big name receivers, but CJ Stroud got them looking good. It was a very impressive performance. Keel, don't start your nonsense. I saw the tweets. Don't disrespect <laughs> CJ Stroud. We're not gonna do that. We don't care what happened against Michigan, because I know that's what you want to bring up. I'm gonna take all that away from you right now. <laughs> don't bring up Michigan and what happened against Michigan. Because at the end of the day, that doesn't negate what happened this past weekend or this year thus far. He outdoed your guy, Baker Mayfield. That's your man's. That's all you. You know, Baker Mayfield has Mike Evans and Godwin to throw the ball to. And my boy got Tank Dell and Nico Collins to throw the ball to. And he outdoed him in, in Houston. I think it's a very special performance. I, I said it going into the draft. If I had to take a quarterback number one, I would have took C.J. Stroud just because he can make every throw and he's a lot bigger than Bryce Young. But um, definitely a special performance. And not only do they have the right quarterback, I didn't have the right coach, D'Amico Ryan. Shout out to you, man. I think they, they, hit, the, they hit a home run with D'Amico Ryan's at head coach. So, <clears throat> question. Who did he tie the record with? He he broke Cam Newton's record. Oh, he broke Cam Newton's record. <laughs> oh, see, I thought he said that he had tied. Oh, for no, for the touchdown passes, the touchdown okay. passes. Okay, okay. No, um, no. So I have seen Stroud play, but I wouldn't necessarily say he has the the best so far ever. Like performance as a rookie, um, I can say though that he is somebody you will remember his name. Like he's, you know what I'm saying? Like you just need a little bit more time, a little bit more work, study, you know, and he's going to be great. He's going to be phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to, everybody's going to know who Stroud is eventually. You know what I'm saying? So he's performing well now, but once you give him, you know, two, three more years, he's going to be something to reckon with. So... Yeah. <clears throat> Yo, before you go, I just want to say this one last thing. The Houston Texans, before they had CJ Stroud, all you could remember was Deshaun Watson. I promise you that nobody's talking about Deshaun Watson no more in Houston. They don't even care about Deshaun Watson. They got CJ Stroud. Oh, you can sit up in your chair all you want. You can sit up in well, your chair all you want. Hold on. Wait a damn minute. Um, this was great. I mean, Houston, the Texans, they they will cheer for anything that oh, that, that 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 that's a great memory, man. I think that everybody is just being a prisoner of the moment right now with CJ Stroud. I know forty four hundred seventy <laughs> yards. That's a lot of yards, man. Five touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns, man, in the game. But guess what? You did against the worst defense in the NFL. So I, I'm not too impressed by it. I, I did enjoy that performance, but I'm not gonna say, hey, man, we. I can't. I can't disrespect what Peyton did. I can't disrespect what what Cam Newton did uh, in his rookie season. Um. Cam Newton came out the jump 
in the very first game and made a huge impact. You know, it did take CJ Stroud a little while. They're with they, they. I mean, the Texans are winning the games, but I, I just, I, feel, I just feel like I need to see more from him. I need to see more what CJ Stroud can do. And and I'm not and I'm not disrespecting what CJ Stroud is, do, what he's doing at all. But I just need to see more from when it comes to CJ Stroud. It was impressive though, man. But I'm not. I'm. I if if. But I I don't even think that was the best quarterback performance this past week. I'm going with Josh Dobbs, man. That was special, Josh <laughs> Dobbs. I feel like the degree of difficulty what Dobbs did was just more impressive. You literally. Get traded. You you're a backup quarterback. They're asking you to learn to play, but you step in and you win a game for your team, and you just made an impact just like that. The numbers wasn't as good as CJ Strauss, but I just feel like the impact, the degree of difficulty, the plays that he made, especially running the ball, I felt that that was actually more impressive than what CJ Stroud did. Just the degree of difficulty. As far as the, if you want to see, go the, at the analytic and analytic ways, um, statistically, yeah, CJ Stroud had better numbers, but as far as, as far as like who had more of an impact, I just feel like Dobbs did it, and his first game for that team, first game, I just felt like that that was more impressive. Um, but I would like to see more from CJ Stroud, though. Um, I I think those numbers that he did was great, but. I just need to see a little bit more, see what he does the rest of the season. What this team is four and four right now. So uh, I didn't expect him to be uh, doing this good, but they're they're making the right moves though. Okay. See, I was, I wasn't, I see, I was nice to him. Yeah, because he took away all your key points. So you have. Anyways, he did lose. He did. He still could never beat Michigan. I still oh, want to highlight. That. Here we go. Here we go. Um. Okay, let's go to our last topic before we go to our picks. And that is the fella that you kind of clued it in about the X. So, are you sold on the Philadelphia Eagles being the best team in the NFC after beating the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they're they're definitely one of the best teams. I mean, I'm not going to say Are they the best team I can't, right now? I can't say click that right now. They have the best record in the NFC. And if I had to vote them high, the highest, I would. And I had them in the power rankings as the highest NFC team. But, I mean, I mean, the Niners are right there and the Cowboys are right there. But if you say today who's the best team in the NFC – is the Philadelphia Eagles. They've, they've proven it by their play. They beat the Cowboys head-to-head. Not to mention it was in Philadelphia. I mean, to mention, I mean, we have to say it was in Philadelphia, but they still got the dub. They still got the dub. You can argue about it all day that you want and say, oh, it was by inch here, a bad call here, this or whatever. But they got the dub. And Philly also beat Miami, who I'm high on as well. I know Red had them in her top five. Philly beat them. So Philly's a really good team. I just don't think that they're the best team in the NFL, but they may be, they probably are the best team in the NFC as of today. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Um, and then also I think people have to also understand, okay, yeah, we can go off of 
of their record. But at the same time, their record doesn't always match up with their performance. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are just so quick to be like, okay, oh, they're three and two, or they're two and two. And you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it don't be adding up. You know what I'm saying? It comes, so many other factors can happen in the game, like cheating, for instance. We had a, a situation with a with ref cheating, you know, a couple games back. So it's just like so many other things play into it. But I do have to um, agree. I wouldn't say they're the best, but they're definitely up there. I, I, I can't say that they are the best. But. <coughs> she was ready. Like, he's ready to explode. He's ready <sighs> to say no. I think I don't think the Eagles are the best team. Oh God, here we go. Who's the best team? Kia? Now look, I'm waiting. Who's the best team? <laughs> because if you said a Cowboys, which I have no issue with, if you wasn't a Cowboys fan, but the two teams that most people would say is better than the Cowboys, the Niners and the Eagles, and guess what? Both of those teams beat the Cowboys, and the 49ers didn't even leave it to be like. Even like debatable, well, they blew y'all out. <laughs> well, I hope my sisters are listening to this. Oh God! <laughs> Shout out to my dogs! Shout wow. out to my dogs! <laughs> but um, I actually got the 49ers as the best team right now in the NFC. I may not have them in the Power Five rankings, but if you're talking about the best team right now, the one I feel the most confident with right now is the 49ers. They just traded to get Chase Young. That defense is going to be insane, man. Right. And then they had a bye, so Chase Young is going to get familiar with the yep. teammates, playbook. And he then, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going on with Brock Purdy, man. He 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 made, he made me look like an idiot uh, the past couple of weeks because I was campaigning for his ass to be an MVP candidate. Yeah, he was wilding with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I, but Christian McCaffrey, you still got him. Um, hopefully, D Debo Samuel gets healed up. Brandon Ayuk, they got to get the ball involved more to George Kittle. I think yeah. this team, this team, I think this team got is the most complete team. If they could get it together, I feel like the Niners are the best team, and I feel like no team can't beat them. Like ever since they beat the Cowboys, man, this team just been getting on losing streaks. But I feel like they will get it back on on track after losing three straight, straight games. It was it was three tough games though, man. They lost to uh, they, uh I forgot who, the Vikings, the, the Browns, yeah, and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, the Vikings, Browns, and Bengals. I don't know about the Vikings, but Browns and Bengals very tough. So uh, I feel like that is the best team. Right now in the NFC. All right. Let's move on over. And let's go to our NFL picks, man. Uh, so this should be uh, very interesting. I'm not sure. How, I didn't do good this past week, man. I lost a lot of games in the uh, in the in the NFL picks. I I think I I think True did uh, pretty well in the NFL picks. Um. Uh, but let's go, man. Uh, Thursday night game. Don't 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 blame me for this because we are required. We gotta pick the primetime games. We always agreed to it as long as we've been doing these shows. 
It's the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears. There you go. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Dang. Oh, my God. God. Oh. <laughs> this might be the worst game in the history of Thursday night or any primetime game. I'm going to take the Bears, though. I'm, I'm taking take the Bears. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears. I just think that the the Panthers are playing. Um, they're just not a good football team. They're young. They just, they're just not there yet, man. They're just not there. Uh, I just don't see them beating the Bears. The Bears are at least competing in games. They had the Saints. They were competing. But I think Justin Fields should be back for this game, right? Yeah. If Justin Fields is back, for sure, I got the Bears. But either way, I got the Bears. The Bears going win this game. I'm, I got the Bears also. The only reason why I'll be watching this game be either I'm gonna be betting on this game, or I got some players on my fantasy team on this game. Is the game in Chicago and Carolina? Chicago. Oh yeah, the Bears oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> one thing about it though, that's because one of the reasons why I'm uh, picking the Bears is because. You know, my family is from Chicago. My family's from the Midwest. So I grew up watching the Bears. But one thing about it, their fans and their support at that stadium, oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't speak too much about who they playing because I don't really pay attention to the Panthers like that. But I definitely think the Chicago Bears are going to win. And then um, to support some of my friends. Like, I have some people who play for the Bears. So hopefully, you know, they show out. they at home. Please beat them because if you do not, I'm gonna talk about y'all. I'm gonna talk about y'all. I'm gonna be very upset if y'all lose to the Panthers. All right, next matchup we got the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. We're only picking this game because Yvonne's a Colts fan. I don't know why this game. I'm just reading the, it must the be schedule. The I, think, I think that's the Germany game. I think that's the Germany yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be. be. All right, I'm gonna take um. I say Colts. I'm gonna take the Patriots. I think that if I if I'm gonna trust somebody, I'm gonna trust Bill Belichick in this one. I'm gonna take the Patriots. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is in Frankfurt. That's that's where it's gonna be played at. Okay. You got the you got the Colts. That's what you said. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not too fond of Bill Belichick. And I, <laughs> I, I never really cared for the Patriots, honestly. I feel like they was overrated and so hyped up. like, And then got cheat. So it's just like, I don't got time. To be. I really uh, dogs then pick a cheater. I'm sorry. The but, Patriots are 2-7, and seven, man. Woo. But Joshua Downs is hurt. He's nicked up for the, for the Colts. They're on their backup quarterback. And I don't know if defense is playing decent, but I, I don't know. I just think the Patriots are going to come to play in this one. Patriots play in one of the hardest divisions in football. So they're going to yeah. lose some games. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to lose eight games after this. So <laughs> I got the Colts. All right. Hold on. Say uh, that again, Keo. They're going to lose eight games. Yeah. Eight games. Um, all right, let's go to um oh by the way, Yvonne has the Bears and he also has the Colts. Let's go to our next matchup. We got the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. Oof. 
Uh oh. I'll say this. I'll say this. I did pick Baltimore as the best team in football. The Browns, to me, have the best defense in football. Um, and the reason why I'll say that is because their offense hasn't been clicking on all cylinders, but that defense keeps them in football games week in and week out, no matter who they're playing against. They outdo the Niners with the Niners having the great defense that they have. They beat the Bengals. They beat them like they stole something. God, I want to pick the Browns, yeah. But, oh, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens because it's in Baltimore. Am I correct? Right. I got I got Baltimore. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on this one as well because I, I want to pick Baltimore, but I I think I'm going to pick the Browns. Wow, the dog found. <laughs> All right, man. Me and Red, we do MBS. Let's talk about it. We don't agree on a lot of things, but I'm going to agree with you. I also got the Cleveland Browns, man. Wow. We three for three right now. We we. <laughs> Going good. Um, Deshaun Watson, he returned this past weekend. Um, and um he'll be playing this weekend. He had a decent game. Amari Cooper had a solid game. The defense is I think that defense is better than the Ravens defense. It's gonna come back to conversation where those wide receivers from Baltimore gotta step up, and I That's feel true. like they're gonna shut them down. So I I'm going with the Browns. All right, we got this matchup over here. The 49ers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the game is in matchup. Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, by the Because the Niners are on a losing streak. The Jaguars on a winning streak. I, I'm going to take the Niners just because I think coming off the bye, Shanahan's going to have those boys ready to play. Um, I'm not confident because I'm not the biggest Brock Purdy guy like Keo is. Purdy leaves a lot to be desired, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna take the Niners in this one. Um, so I like Purdy. I like uh, what's Keto, but Kido. yeah. But at the same time, though, Jacksonville, those are some dogs. They some dogs. I'm I'm going with Jacksonville. Wow! Hey, shout out out to your sisters, man. Yeah, shout out (laughs) to my sisters. And I'm picking the 49ers to win this game, man. (laughs) I haven't been sold on Jacksonville throughout this season, and it's going to stay that way for me. So I'm taking... um, I'm taking the 49ers to win this game. Just a better defense. I think the offense will be clicking. They'll stick to the running formula and passing. I'm taking the <coughs> I'm taking the Niners to beat Jacksonville. I think I feel right. like oh Jacksonville gonna win this game. If they win, Purdy might get benched for Darnold. Mm, interesting. All right, next matchup we got the Detroit Lions versus the LA Chargers. Ooh, that's a good matchup right there. The Chargers looked really good defensively last night, but they were going up against Zach Wilson. I mean, that that says everything that you need to know. This ain't Zach Wilson. I know y'all might laugh when I say it. This is Jared Goff. I like Goff, but I'm taking the Chargers. I think the Chargers are starting like the Bengals. They're starting to find their way. It's in L.A. 
Um, Jared Goff is returning back to L.A., but it's not a Rams uh, playing the Rams. They'll be playing the Chargers. I think the Chargers are starting to find their way. I'm going to go to the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going with the Chargers as well. What you got the char- you guys got the Chargers? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, with that being said, I'm taking the Detroit Lions to win this game. Wow. Are you Detroit- concerned? Oh, let me ask you this, because I know you're a Justin Herbert guy. Are you concerned about his finger? Is that why you're taking the Lions? Yeah, just the the injury, and they've just been an inconsistent team. Um. And then they, they and they let and they let the Jets hang around in that game, uh, the Monday night game yesterday. Um, and, you know, and the defense did play well, but I, Detroit, it, it's just a different team with Jamison Williams, Amon St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs been going off as of late, um, and Jared Goss been solid. Defense been you know been been average defense, and I like the Lions to win this game, man. So I'm taking the Lions to win over uh, the Chargers. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go to the next two games. This might be pretty predictable for everybody. So we go Sunday night. We got the Jets versus the Raiders. I got the Raiders, man. The Jets. <laughs> bro, I'm never picking them dudes ever again. <laughs> I like their defense. Oh. But, dog, no, I picked them fools to win last year against the Chargers. Just because they had some some hoopla going on in New York, where they were beating teams like Buffalo and other teams that I never thought they'd have a chance of beating, and we saw the real Jets this past um, Monday night. I think that continues. I like with the Raiders. The Raiders are playing with a different edge now under Antonio Pierce. I'm going with the Raiders. I agree. I'm going with the Raiders as well. The Jets. They're just, just not doing it for me this year. Um, honestly, um, I haven't, I haven't really watched their games, but I've seen the scores, and they're not looking pretty good. I mean, what's his name? Quentin Williams does good, but other than that, it's not really pulling my attention towards the Jets. See what I'm saying? So, I'm going with the Raiders. Man, I think. I think um, um, the BYU sensation, um, the talents of uh, uh, Zach Wilson. Um, I think a lot of he's getting a lot of he's getting scrutinized a lot. Um, he's getting picked on. I think I don't I don't I don't think it's fair to oh, the criticism t- towards his way right now. Um, come on, bro. Like you, you, you're you're feeling for Aaron Rodgers. Nobody expects all of this to happen, man. He's he, he's he's playing decent, decent right now. He's been able. Man, to you think the Jets are no, bro? You think? <laughs> right, get the point. I am picking the New York Jets oh, to win this game, man. So Zach Wilson. Well, you guys got you guys got Mr. O'Connell over there, the quarterback. Um, and then you know, um, I like Zach Wilson over him. I think Zach Wilson will have a better game than him. I trust Brees Hall more. I think Josh Gabe is inconsistent. 
Garrett Wilson, he he will Garrett Wilson will find a way to get the ball. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, he will. And obviously, you know, they got one of the the Jets got one of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League. DJ Reed, man. Watch out for that guy, man. When you talk about the percentage of pass defense coverage, man. DJ Reed is the guy, that guy in the NFL. Shout out, shout out to the to the other starting quarterback for the Jets, also, by the way. But uh I I He's so disrespectful, I swear, bro. <laughs> okay, okay, shout out to South Gardner. Jesus. <laughs> All right, the last game is the Monday night game. We got the Broncos versus the Bills. Ooh, last time we saw the Broncos before the bye. Oh God. They we know who you got, man. Come on. Don't you didn't don't need to entertain this. Hey man, they knocked off Kansas City. The Broncos beat Kansas City just two weeks ago. Broncos and the Bills. I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I can't, pick a team. I can't pick a team that gave up 70 points in a, in a game. I don't care how many games. They have to win a few games in a row for me to pick them. So I'm going with the Bills. Dang. Go ahead, Ray. You got this. Go Broncos. No, I, I'm leaning more towards the Bills, though, honestly. Uh, but I like the Broncos, though. I like I like the Broncos. Um, I don't know. I, I could be kind of biased with this one, but okay, I'm gonna go Broncos. Oh, <laughs> Broncos country! Let's ride. I'm taking the Bills, man. I, I'm not entertaining this, man. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think the game's in Buffalo. As a matter of fact, yeah. Where is the game? In Buffalo. It's in yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bills. There's no way the Broncos gonna win this game. Dude, the Bills be messing up, bro. Bills, oh, bro. Then, then you should take the Broncos then. Nah, I never said Russell that. Wilson, said man. Tripping. Russell Wilson is pretty solid. No, you can have that. <laughs> All right, man. Those are our picks. We'll reveal it at the end of the week. Uh, but we're going to our last topic. Uh, we're going straight to the NBA. The NBA. They got something new going on this season. It's the NBA uh, in-season tournament, man. So with that being said, man, when it comes to the in-season tournament for the NBA, is this is this is this a good idea? What the NBA is doing for the in-season tournament? Like, do do you guys like what they got going on? I always like trying new things. You could always go back to the old way if it doesn't work. You know, that's how you figure out new things. You figure out right. if it's a good thing or not. You try. If it doesn't work out, go back to the old way. What is it hurting? You are still going to watch it. It's still a basketball game. Whether you call it an in-tournament game, whether you call it a regular season game, it's still basketball. It's still the same amount of time. Just watch the games and have fun with it. Um, yeah. I actually like it, though. I think it's cool. It's different. So I have no issue with it. I know the traditional fans going to say something crazy. I can imagine Mr. Box Officer Keo right now talking crazy. Keo is probably ready to talk crazy right now. 
Um, but me, I have no issue with it because that's how you find out if you if you hit gold or you need to revamp in a different way. Exactly. Um, I, I would have to agree. Trial and error. Trial and error. You know, that's how you're going to figure out something. Um, but they're going to go with whatever is best for numbers. So if they're not getting enough numbers, enough views, enough people to come to the game or whatever, whatever the change is, if it's less than the like the regular basketball season, they're, they're going to go back to it. But it is nice that they're trying to figure out something to better um, um, the league. You know what I'm saying? So if that works for NBA, then it works. But if it doesn't, they'll find something else, change it, or go back to the original way. You know, so a little change don't hurt. You know, so. Wow. This is a horrible, horrible idea what the NBA is doing. Just like that damn all-star setting that they did. <clears throat> the NBA decided to bring back the East versus West format. Where, well, they should have done that a long time ago. Wow, so I, you don't like the pickup game? No, I don't. The East wow, and West okay. format is, is, is more traditional. It's just... It's just more natural, and now you got these in-game tournaments. Like, dude, like, <laughs> bro, you come so on, weird. man, really? So weird, man. This is ridiculous, man. What, what, what are we in middle school? They, that's what they do in, in freaking middle school, <laughs> high school, bro. Um, hey, that actually is a good point, though. I can't even knock it. <laughs> And then they got these little groups, like these groups, advancing <laughs> groups. Like, you know what? Who does that? Soccer does that. They took it from soccer. Hey, uh, might gain some viewership. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna gain no viewership with that. Oh, are you still gonna even... watch? I don't know. He is. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's not gonna admit it, but I bet you he's gonna turn the TV on. Oh yeah, he's watching. I mean. I don't know, man. I just don't like it, man. Um, like you know, I like having the games. You go towards all, the All Star break, and then you know, I, 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 the now the play in tournament to get into a playoffs. I like that. That's a great idea. But the in season tournament, I just don't see no purpose in that, man. I mean, just, what, it, what? It just brings more excitement to the regular season because of the tournament. That's what they're thinking in their mind. Okay, a Tuesday night, um, game 30, nobody really cares about that. But if you make it a tournament game, the championship game of the tournament, then people might view it more so than just a game 30. I think that's what they're thinking about when they think about this in-game tournament thing. So I think it's a cool idea. We'll see if the viewership actually agrees. Because like you, Keo, I'm going to watch regardless. If it was game 30 or it was the championship of the tournament, I'm going to watch it regardless because I just like sports like that. But um, for the for the fans that do not like sports like that, I think that they'll be more prone to want to watch a championship tournament game than just a regular season game 30. And y'all are looking at it at two different views. I'm Keo, I feel like you're looking at it as a – as a viewer, as a fan, and I think you're looking at it more as like from the board or from, you know, from upstairs. 
type mm -hmm. of you know situation. So it can go either way, you know. Um, I, I it's just like, are are we gonna have bragging rights for these in in season tournaments now? Like, oh yeah, the Lakers won the. In season tournament, what's up? What's up, man? Like, like we bragging something about that? Like, you know, oh, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe they can do like little incentives. I don't know how the incentives work as well far as if you win the tournament or whatnot, but they could have some incentives that. that well, they, they do. They do have. They do have some incentives. I think, from what I know, they said the team that wins the the wins the whole thing, each player gets an incentive of five hundred thousand dollars that's each player not the whole team and then uh even the team that's actually in the um the team that's actually plays in the finals they get an incentive also all the, the players also they get incentives for like mvp player you know the the player of the tournament they got all that, man. So I mean, the incentives for the players and the coaches, yeah, it, it benefits them. But what about like the people that's actually watching the games and supporting the 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 product? Um, I just I just like the regular stuff, man. Like this you, tournament you thing. Like change. You just don't like change, Kyo. No, I like I like change, but you know, I, I definitely like change. You know, I think we need a new president of the United States. Uh, oh, definitely. I need God. that change. You know oh, where I'm sorry. going on with not, that, man. Let's mind, go, man. Even say <laughs> I didn't even say nothing. Don't don't please wow. start. I got I got three. I got four hey, uh, letters. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Hey man, this is the nothing but sports show. This is not um let's talk about it. The political um y'all no, no, I just I just I just I just want mention something to support support what I was saying. Man. But anyways, but anyways, well the NC's tournament is already started. The games continue tomorrow. As you notice, there's no NBA schedule for today. We'll see games tomorrow. Thank God, because I'm not going to go through that misery of freaking the Panthers and Bears on Thursday. So at least we get to see those games. But with that being said, man, let's let's wrap things up. This is the NBS show. And let's go to our shout outs. Well, first and foremost, I want to say shout out to Ray for coming through, <laughs> you know, mid show coming on. Yeah. You know, talking sports with us, always a pleasure. Um, shout out to Q as as usual, man. You know, you try, you come <laughs> right here. <laughs> I got I gotta I gotta get you right, but nonetheless, I got you right. But I will give you and Yvonne y'all props. Y'all were right about Alabama. I was wrong. My Tigers took a tough loss, and on top of that, to make things even worse. Oh, I can't believe I'm even going to mention this. LSU women's basketball loses to Colorado World. What is going hey, on out here? Angel, Angel Reese been hanging around with Lil Baby too much. Hey, That's man, what's going on. Hold it down. Hey, hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> hey, hey. Still going with the national championship. We just got a, we just got humbled and we both got brought back down to reality. Angel, what up? What up? I need all of this. 
We don't need the Instagram <laughs> stuff no more. Yeah. We need to get back on that coin and do work. So I'm saying, guys, like this guy <laughs> over here <laughs> talking crazy about South Carolina, who he was disrespectful to beforehand. Now he's jumping on South Carolina bandwagon <laughs> and Iowa's bandwagon. But come on, Angel Reese, we need you. Um, and, you know, but shout out to y'all, all jokes aside. I do want to say I'm sending thoughts and prayers to one of my my athletes tonight. Some tough stuff went down. Um, big dog, I hope you're okay. And um, we're gonna go check on, on you tomorrow. But definitely thoughts and prayers to you and your family. Yes. <clears throat> um, thank you to you guys both for having me. Um, it was a pleasure being able to come back. Um, I know my voice is kind of raspy, so you guys were working with me but um yes happy to be back uh shout out to the whole mbs network um shout out to our subscribers um if you don't follow us make sure you follow us bring a friend you know like they say see a shot take a shot see yep. a bring a friend okay so that's how we gonna do that um and yeah i peeped that you're an lsu fan baby because i'm an lsu fan i'm over here like is that an lsu lanyard and i'm like yeah that's yeah, my dog, that's my dog right there. So yes, I know we we, we struggle, <laughs> but we gonna get it right. We gonna get it together. Hey, hey, I knew I liked you for some reason. Yeah, you know? yeah. hurry up, man! Hey, Come on, hey, man! Yo. Like, hey, yo, even though we lost, it's forever big LSU over here. Okay, hey, you know do you remember? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We still talking about LSU, but you remember Big Lex, Alexis Hyder? Uh, absolutely. We played basketball together in high school. What? Hey, this big LSU, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You know, I'm shout out to women's basketball. I'm a huge. He froze. <laughs> He's lying. Cause he lying. Talking about <laughs> I'm a huge women's basketball. Nah, boy, you 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 like football. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I think a we lost Keo, freezing. So I'm I'm, oh, we got I'm you. Right. Okay, go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, with that being said, man, um, Shred, I'm glad to see you back on. Um, I think it's been like, what, almost two years that we've seen Red and X on the same show? Crazy, man. Um, but glad to see you back on uh, Thursday. We, um, we got the NBS. Let's talk about the show. They got the fantasy football show. Uh, we'll be dropping a couple of interviews also this week. Um, but make sure you subscribe to the channel. Follow, follow us on uh Spotify and Apple Podcast, man. Shout out to everybody that who wasn't able to make it. We'll be back on next week. But with that being said, this is the NBS show, and we'll see you guys next time.